Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for August 8th through 12th. We need to come up with the name of when we read emails. What should that be called? I would say fangirl check-in, but it's not always fangirls. No, no, no. I don't know. If you have a thought about what we should name things that you guys send into us, let us know. GH family check-ins? Because we're no. all a GH family. No. It's going to come from the middle catchy. of the night. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just like the name of the podcast came to me while I was at the gym on the elliptical. Exactly. Yes. I will anticipate that. <laughs> text that pre-scheduled text. I was gonna say it'll be a pre-scheduled don't worry it comes from two in the morning you waking up knowing exactly what it is so we will get started with I guess from our fan spotlight on Thursday when we were speaking with Teresa she mentioned Francesca mm-hmm. and both of us were like who <laughs> yeah she was a real person I mean not that we we knew she was a real person we just did not know who she was Because neither of us remembered her. Because when she was talking about that, I was like, are you talking about Sabrina? Or when, who was Brad's wife? Rosalie. Yes. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Yep. But Francesca Cavallo was a fictional character. She first appeared March 13th, 2018, and was last on August 9th, 2018. And first she appeared, it says, okay, it's her last name. Diastas okay. appeared as a teenage Avery in her biological mother, Avery, Ava's dream on January 17th, 2018. Oh. So that was two months before she debuted yeah. as this Francesca. She was portrayed by Celesta Diastas. Mm-hmm. 
But then the quick storylines we're doing like super mini 411 because she has three paragraphs is she met Michael Corinthos when he came to General Hospital to see Oscar Nero. The two flirt and she gives him her number. It is later revealed that Francesca was harassed by Dr. David Bench. Oh, who was the one that harassed Kiki. Yes. Who would inappropriately touch her and one time coerced her into sex. On July 23rd, Peter is brought into GH with smoke inhalation after being trapped in the burning stables by Liesel. And he sees Maxie and tries to take his breathing mask off. Francesca is his nurse and she tells him to try not to move with his mask as he is being treated for smoke inhalation. As she says this, she puts his mask back on and leaves the room. And then Michael tried to go on a date with her, but they were interrupted by Nell. And Francesca says she isn't looking for for complicated relationships and leaves. And she was last seen on August 9th. And Michael later tells his mother on the phone that he wasn't interested in her. I remember her saying that she did not want a complicated relationship. (laughs) Thanks for the reminder. But I didn't think to look up. I just think it's cool that, so she's another one of those people who was somebody and then right, came, came back. back. All right. It doesn't say like why she suddenly left, why she was only on like a half dozen episodes, anything like that. But so that's your little, oh, that's who that was. Mm-hmm. I forgot about her. They probably just needed someone to play a character that could back up Kiki, but they weren't ready to develop her into anything else. But to have so. her even thinking about, oh, I guess that would also throw in the wrench with Michael and Nell. Yeah. Okay. So she's, oh, she was meant to be temporary. Yes. And then fantasy events was ending at the end of the year. What do you mean it's ending? Uh-huh. No, no. What do you mean it's ending? Like for the year? Sure. Cause there's a new year coming up. No, no. You know, of course, as soon as we start going, they end. Yay. No, not yay. But it says, we are sad to say that this year will be our last year for Fantasy Events Incorporated. Our last event will be held in Long Island and Andover. 2020 and 2021 were challenging years for event companies, and it is time to move forward. Dino will continue to build his business at Uncle Vinny's and Linda with Coastal Entertainment. We thank you all that have ever attended a Fantasy Events weekend. And Linda Rowe said, oh, now I can't find it, but it said something about, don't worry, it's not over okay i mean fantasy events is over but they the are thinking of see. something okay well that makes me happy because i thought how are we gonna meet everyone i know but i mean really overall it was a lot of this is really sad but we get it yeah type of no i can't comments. imagine how hard it was oh horrible i'm sure i always start freaking out when i see celebrities names tweeting trending Okay, it's Steve Martin's birthday. <laughs> I'm like, no! Right? Well, and then Teresa mentioned Olivia New and John on yes. the podcast. And it was last Monday. I was at dinner with my husband and our financial advisor. And he's like, oh, did you see who passed away today? I was like, no, I've been like, I had a closing. I was running around all day. He's like, Olivia Newton John. I seriously like swelled up at the table. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, no. He's like, I thought that I was supposed to tell you in person after I texted you, Prince died. (laughs) Literally, I was in a meeting and all the text said was, Prince died. Mm -hmm. Didn't try to call me ahead of time. Um, That's how my brother told me about my sister. So I'm not going to. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. Guys. (laughs) Text is very handy not to announce someone died. No, especially a family member. I'm so sorry. I'm that's complaining right. about Prince. No, that's this- right. I'm just, yep. 
<laughs> now I feel like a jerk. No, don't feel but- like a jerk. I'm just saying, I don't think that, that some men understand or some people understand that text is not meant for everything. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. So. So at least he told you in person. That was the moral of the story. You can't yes, be mad the moral at of the story was that he did tell me that. All right. So we received so many emails this week. Hold on. I'm not going to read them now. We'll get to them. Okay. Hold on. We mentioned that. Oh, explaining again, because it's actually in Cody's Wikipedia or his fandom page. Now Dante explains to Sam that he met Cody when he was 12 and his mother sent him to summer camp to become well-behaved. He ended up befriending Cody at camp and they faked drowning and stole cigarettes. I'm not thinking that camp did everything it was supposed to do. Cody smoked all of them, which made him throw up. Yeah. They would meet every year afterwards at camp. Okay. I just like when I'm not crazy and mm-hmm. I know that I remembered. I'm like, I swear they met at camp. They met at I- camp. Yes. yes. And then we did talk about how Sean Donnelly got his own standalone Memorial episode, episode last year yeah. and Stuart Damon did not, even right. though Alan Quartermain had previously passed. Again, we have given plenty of suggestions on how they could have had yep. Alan focused mm-hmm. without obviously having to bring him back from the dead. Mm-hmm. But something that we didn't talk about was, but we talked about it when we were doing the recap and all the 80s storylines that we just went through. Okay. A lot of what he did is still super relevant today. Oh, yeah. Like a lot. Like he had his hand in a lot of things that mm-hmm. are still important in Port Charles today. So so it should be even easier to do an episode about him because they can just mention various programs and be like, oh, yeah, Alan did that. Alan did that. Exactly. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Or mm-hmm. Alice. Right. You know. And so I'll do Hulu headlines and then we're going to get into Chelsea's email. Okay. So Hulu headlines were Nina tries to woo a new chef on Monday. Okay. Not even going to get into that right this second. On Tuesday, Cody is startled by a familiar face. Mm, no. He's not familiar. Nope. Name. Name. Let's. Mm-hmm. Name <laughs> is the correct word there. Wednesday, Cody reveals some of his background. <gasps> Thursday, Martin delivers unwelcome news to Lucy. Sure. And Friday, Britt checks on an injury. No. 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 All right. All right. Get into the email and then I'll. I'll tell you why all those headlines are wrong. <laughs> okay. So, Chelsea, I love you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the title of this email. Go ahead. Would you like to read the title? The title is, I can't handle this Sam slash Dante nonsense any longer. Help. But I'm going to start off with saying, I love you guys. Your podcast is great. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I want to give you all the praise, but this is going to be long, really long. I need your help. I learned from another GH podcast that inter- that had interviewed a director that the writers and showrunners or someone in the GH world do listen to the podcasts and fans on social media. And it's how they plan for stories in the upcoming months. If fans start guessing their plans for a character, they'll change it up to throw us off. Example, Willow, Nell, Nina. Willow was always supposed to be Nina's daughter. But they didn't expect fans to catch on. Seriously. Really? That wasn't that hard. didn't think that we were going to catch on. So they took the story. Come on. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So they took the story elsewhere for a long while, but fans wouldn't let up on the Willow connection. So here we are. I also deeply, all caps, feel (laughs) that writer, showrunner, director, cast member, someone 
is listening to your show because there are way too many coincidences between what you guys talk about and small details on the show weeks later. Also, the Hulu headlines did change to become more descriptive right after you <laughs> said something about them. I've always complained about them to be vague and dumb. Thank you. I feel yes. so justified. Exactly. In, like, I'm not the only it's one not, that paid attention to them. You're like, I didn't even know they had I didn't headlines. Pay attention to, but once you started reading them to me, I was like, well, now I'm glad I didn't pay attention because they are way too vague you and missing the point. You did one week of Amanda headline. I like just correcting them. <laughs> and you guys said something and bam, better headlines. My point is, I hope you're willing to read this or make it into a topic of deep conversation on the show. So whomever is listening can hopefully take it back to the writers and say, hey, we got to change this. These two characters are part of one big happy family and these two characters basically connect them. So we have talked about this now, I feel like a whole lot at great, great lengths about the connections with Dante and Sam. Mm -hmm. She mentioned like two that I don't think we've talked about. Okay. So Sam for 90% of her time spent on the show was basically part of the Corinthos family. Yes. yes. She had us. She had Sonny's daughter alive or deceased. The point remains. She had Sonny's daughter. We talk about baby Lila all the time time right she was a mob sister wife <laughs> oh i'm sorry so i did read this and but like i mostly skimmed it because i'm like yes yes we have to read this on <laughs> she was a mob sister wife <laughs> in the corinthos morgan organization for decades i love that line she has watched Michael and Morgan grow up and pass away. She helped solve Morgan's murder. Mm -hmm. She and Jason helped them through troubles like the aunt role she played towards them all those years. Her sisters are their sister cousins. Yes. Their uncle was her stepdad. Yes. Mm -hmm. My point is she has spent most of the time on her show being an honorary Corinthos family member. She is also... Now, okay, here's the thing. I, I will say, if that was the only connection... I wouldn't be so grossed out because that's just a close family friend. True. I feel like if our kids got together, we're close family friends. Like that's not weird. But that's more, she already explained that's more than a close family friend yeah. because we addressed the yes, but sunny also, baby. Yes. If you, the sunny if you baby. keep out the sunny yes. baby, then yes. Okay. But yes. once you have a sunny baby, you cannot be with his son. Okay. Do, 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 do. Two of the quarter mains, the other being a Corinthos baby she birthed and legitimately named Lila. Yep. Mm -hmm. She was deeply immersed in those two families, no matter what way people try to spin it or how much they argue. There's no blood connections. She was without a doubt a Morgan Quarterman Corinthos family member. She is also a blood Cassidine through Alexis and blood Jerome through Julian. So she literally is like connected to everybody. She's not just not a lot of date. Right. Dante's blood Corinthos through Sonny and Falconary Quarterman through his mom's marriage. Now you see, I don't consider him Quarterman. No. He was an adult. Right. He wasn't he yes. wasn't Leo. Exactly. Leo is a quarter main, even though he's also blood Jerome, he is being raised quarter main. Yes. In our opinion. Mm -hmm. Through his mom's marriage and his little brother. He also spent 90% of the time on the show being an honorary Spencer Cassidyne because of Lulu. Mm -hmm. Yes. Especially Spencer. Right. He was technically so many of their uncle. <laughs> so many of their uncle or brother-in-law or even stepdad for years and years. Not to mention that he was Lucky's partner, which means they were brothers-in-law and brother-in-laws. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> that is great. Okay, you just need to write in and say that you want to be on the fan spotlight, please. Because I feel like we would have a really fun conversation. She's kind of cheesy like us. I like it. Yep. 
He has also been a welcome member of the Quartermain family because Tracy was his mother-in-law. And look at Rocco as looked at Rocco as her grandchild and is now and now his mom is married into the Quartermains. He has a blood connection to the Cassadines through Christina. My point is that he has spent over a decade having deep family connections to the Spencers, Cassadines, Quartermains, and Corinthos family, no matter what way you look at it. <laughs> now they have put Sam and Dante together, and we have to watch this agonizing grossness for over a year. Face palm, face palm, face palm. My favorite emoji. No, there is absolutely zero blood. And I have a lot of adoption in my family. So I do not think that blood necessarily makes you family. Right. Between Sam and Dante, physically, meaning they are not related. I understand. Okay, this is exactly like if Marcia and Greg Brady had gotten together, people would have been like, ew. Right. Right. <sighs> it was gross enough that the actors apparently stated that people had a hard time dealing with. And they were legit. They were just playing characters on right. TV that right. were married into relations. Oy. But there is plenty of family shared between Sam and Dante, making their relationship really freak me out. Let me list the family members shared between them and the entire blood adoption marriage. <laughs> so we've already discussed that Sonny is Dante's father and father of firstborn daughter, father of her sister, Sam's, and uncle of her sister, Molly. Alexis, connection to Dante, mother of his sister and cousin. Connection to Sam, her mother. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked about Alexis. Also being a connection. We have talked about the product that came from, you know, Molly and Christina, but we never talked about the fact that, yeah, Alexis too. Yeah. Olivia is Dante's mom and mother of Sam's brother, mm -hmm. which we have discussed. Uh, Julian is the father of Dante's brother and his lover's father. Oh, so gross. <laughs> Baby Lila is Dante's brother and Sam's daughter. Mm. Or Dante is her brother and right. she is Sam's daughter. Christina, we've talked about. Leo, we've talked about. Molly, we've talked about. Michael, Dante's adoptive brother, and Sam, aunt through marriage to Jason, and her three children are Michael's sister, cousin, cousin. <laughs> Michael, we never talked about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Morgan, Dante's brother, and aunt through her marriage to Jason. But that's, I feel like that's family friend aunt. That's not right. So if we pulled that one out by itself, eh, yeah. But in the grand context of all of this, and her first child was Morgan's sister. Mm -hmm. that, that's where it ties in together. She also saw the murder, and Dante, the police officer, did nothing helpful during that. <laughs> We've discussed Avery. Uh, Spencer is both of their cousins. Mm -hmm. We haven't mentioned Spencer. Nicholas is Dante's ex-brother-in-law and Sam's cousin. Valentine, who we have not talked about, is Dante's ex-co-parent. Yeah. But, and Sam's cousin, Charlotte, is Dante's ex-stepdaughter and his son's sister. Mm -hmm. And Sam's cousin. Mm -hmm. And Wiley is Dante's nephew and Sam is his godmother. Their children. So I would assume, because Dante seems like a nice guy, that he would let, I know Charlotte's off at Yeah, I don't feel like right that co-parenting would way. Yes, that he would yeah. still keep a relationship between his children. I would love to see Charlotte be the one to call them out and be like, what? Ew, this is yeah. not okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Because especially where they they had that little rift and then they like worked through it. So yeah. like that was a storyline. Right. Yep. So their children, aside from Lila, Lila, Danny, Scout, and Rocco are all quarter main grandchildren. They're already all cousins. Ew. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Uh-huh. Like, we've been grossed out by this before, but breaking it down just makes me, The fact that she she added to it, because, I mean, there's a lot that we didn't, we didn't talk about Valentine and Alexis, which I feel like, like I said earlier, we've talked about everything that is under Alexis. We just forgot to say, oh, yeah, and Alexis. I'm sure I missed a few family ties. (laughs) I I really don't know. Maybe got some wrong. I don't think so. But the first one should have been enough to never put these two together. Correct. When she gave birth to his sister. Yeah. Right. Let alone the other odd connections that just make no sense. Like the fact that Lulu and Sam were decent friends for many, many years. Didn't Lulu live in the penthouse for a while many years ago? Didn't she whenever she came back and didn't have the memory? Because remember, that's when Milo was sitting on her. Yeah. Is that Was she living in the penthouse then? I don't remember. When I read that, that's where my memory went. So I could be wrong. But I feel like that might that, be. That might make sense. I don't know. Because that would make sense why Milo was there then. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could be wrong about that, but I know that they were friends. And then the fact that Dante has spent most of the whole time on the show trying to take Jason down for his illegal activities and many times causing Jason and Sam's relationship to be a bit bumpier than it needed to be. Like, why couldn't Dante just be a better cop? <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> I don't see Dante as a bad cop, but whenever we're getting put in this context, I'm like, Oh, he annoyed me this week, but we'll get into that. Okay, we'll get into that in a second. And Sam Spinelli wouldn't have been able to solve so many crimes (laughs) for him (laughs) and maybe do illegal things in the process. Like I said, I know Sam and Dante are not blood related. So if they had a baby, it's not like it's inbred, but it's still super weird. Their baby would be Lila's if she had Liv's sister aunt. Oh. Say this relationship continues. They get married. Guess look awkward they have a baby super awkward because now the baby is now related to and connected to a lot of people twice i know this was long but i am just praying to the soap gods that this somehow reaches the writers or someone working in the gh world because i know i'm not the only one that just can't get past the weirdness of this entire situation it makes my skin crawl It has been over a year and I just cannot get behind this relationship at all. Please help me reach the GH world because I know someone is listening to you guys. (laughs) I just like that she justified it with they know that someone's listening to us. Right. Yes, we agree. So I'm going to let that lead us right into Dante and Sam. I thought that that would. Where else are we going? When they like established everything and then kissed and his phone rang i was like this is gonna be the clinic saying lulu woke up and like just blow it all down right this second yes and instead he was like oh i have to go to the station this is very important he went to the station to deliver a sandwich to spencer Uh uh-huh you left your girlfriend having a very serious conversation about are we moving in together? Where are we going to move in together? Cause I'm not comfortable at your place and you're not comfortable at mine to go deliver a sandwich. I mean, to be fair, he said that he had to give Laura a good report that he was doing. It, I felt like he was doing it on behalf of Laura. It was, all right, I need to check in on you. It's lunch Like Laura trusts the other police officers and Jordan enough to know that her grandson is not being mistreated. And sure, it was nice to bring him food from Kelly's instead of just something out of the vending machine. But that was like the most awkward timing ever. And, and then I he didn't like do anything else. It wasn't even a sandwich. It was the fries. Right, right. I'm sorry. I feel like he um, would have a well-rounded meal in there yeah. for Spencer. He wouldn't just say, Here's it's friend. not like Heather Weber and the BLT where mm-hmm. we know exactly what she likes. Spencer has never said, I am so obsessed with the 
loaded cheese fries from Kelly's. Right. And, and he didn't do anything else. Mm -mm. It wasn't like, oh, I was coming to the station because there's this really important case I'm working on, but I already know Spencer's there. I'll stop and grab some fries and then drop them off. That would make sense. Right. Like, Spencer, you should be very grateful to me because in the middle of my very hectic day, I stopped to get you food so I could give a good report to Laura. Or if that had been when Cody had been arrested. Right. Like, oh, shoot. Now I have to go to the station. Cody was just arrested. Exactly. No, he went to Cody because he was doing nothing at the station. And then he went to Cody to be like, oh, let me arrest you <laughs> again. Because no one else can arrest Cody. I don't get it. It makes more of an impact if it's your camp best friend. Does it really? Because yes. Cody didn't seem that bothered by it. <laughs> he put his arms out like, here you go. Lock yep. me up. It's all good. But yeah, I ooged to that whole conversation. You guys do not need to move in together. You do not need to have those kids thinking that they're I didn't even write brothers. it down, and I have three like, pages of notes. Ugh. Oh, no, sorry. Sam remembered. Lulo, please be foreshadowing. One line. Yeah. I was hoping. I'm hoping that's foreshadowing. Yes. Please, 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 please. Please, please, please. Just stop this. It's so gross. But Christina's back. Yes. Finally. The way she negotiates. Like a boss. <laughs> Love how she didn't know that Sonny was there and he was like, oh, you're good at this. <sighs> Go ahead. What do you think I'm going to say? You're going to complain that she needed to give credit to someone else. About what? For how good her skills were. She was like, I get it from my dad. Oh, no. I oh. was going to say about the fact that she thanked, she said something about how she was promoted to manager. Oh, in September 2021, mm-hmm. as Ava decided to leave town for a while, she mm-hmm. put the bar up for sale and gave the keys to Christina, mm-hmm. making her the new manager. Mm-hmm. Christina's all, do I have you to thank for this, Dad? No, you don't. Because on November 10th, Christina's father, Sonny, bought the bar and replaced her as manager. Right. Gave her job to Phyllis. Yep. And now she's the manager again. Yeah, you should be a little angry that you were demoted for almost a year. Mm-mm. It was just a whole awkward conversation. But I did like how she said that she would never turn her back on him, that they have a special relationship, and how she thanked him for even when you found out that Parker was a woman, you didn't get mad or anything like that. You know, even when she was struggling with the stuff at school, you know, he had her back. So that was nice. That was very, very I was good nice. with that part of the conversation because I felt like that was natural. We've talked about it before. Kids, even adult kids, seem to feel more comfortable discussing heavier subjects when it's not like, sit down at this dinner and let's discuss this kind of Mm -hmm. thing. It just kind of flows through. I didn't like him searching for her permission to continue being with Nina. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Like, are you really going to break up with Nina if she says, no, I can't get behind this? No. So why are you asking her? Like, let's take a poll of your kids so far. So far, none of them <laughs> are saying yes. Exactly. And Christina didn't exactly say yes. She was like, like you just said, you're going to anyway. So what, exactly. what does it matter if I say anything or not? And Nina being like, oh, my gosh, did you see that? Christina was actually cordial to when me. When was she now not? Exactly. Christina was raised correctly. She's at work. She's not going to get have anything to do with the fact of the way that you were raised. Well, Christina just has manners. Chris, I feel like Christina has manners. She works in the hospitality business. She could teach Nina how to run a restaurant. Yes. But I feel like her being tactful in 
dealing with people that she doesn't like does come from Alexis because Alexis was a lawyer and had to deal with clients that she didn't necessarily necessarily want to hang out with. It was just that she had to plus just all the different people that they had to interact with. So anyway, regardless of where it came from, Christina has never been disrespectful. She's not going to be disrespectful to Nina. She's never been disrespectful to Nina and she's not going to be disrespectful at her job where there's other customers around and bring up private stuff. I feel like we should maybe mention that anytime we are referencing Christina and her character, we are talking specifically about Lexi Ainsworth and we are just forgetting that the mob princess, like yes. Christina ever happened. Right. That was in Trey and all that. That was just a what? Right. But even if you wanted to look back on that, she was. Well, no, she was kind of snotty. Yeah, but she wasn't really an adult yet there. No, she was in cult, but like. Yeah. She was snotty. Adult Christina knows how to behave. And I wouldn't take that. If I was Nina, I would not take that as a sign like, yay, we're going to be one big happy family just because your daughter didn't tell me that I was a bunch of words I can't say on the podcast to her face. (laughs) They should. Sunny should have Christina coaching Nina on how to run a restaurant. Mm -hmm. He should have brought Nina and said, hey, if you want to learn, there's a difference. So I've only ever worked in restaurants. I've never worked in hotels. So I don't know how to manage a hotel, but I know restaurants. I feel like Christina, and that seems to be the only place that Nina seems to be focusing on, is completely changing the menu, not even knowing her business plan, not even knowing the budget, apparently. Right. Even the chef said, you're like a renowned hotel restaurant. Why would you start changing things now? Right. And Nina's like, just because I want to, because I own part of it. Mm -mm. Like, to become a hotel owner, it takes more than just money. There's classes that you take to learn all the different aspects. And if you refuse to take the classes just because you had enough money to buy half of it, you should be learning from other people who have taken those classes and have the experience, not just walking in and doing whatever you want to do. I don't feel like you have to take classes, but there's training programs. Yeah, should be. That's what I mean. In part of, okay, I was going to say. It doesn't have to be through college, but well, yeah, like, for example, Emily with her new job at the liquor store, you don't need a college degree, but there's very specific classes that you take through right. them. She's probably not even surf safe certified. Probably not. Nina's just going to go willy nilly with all of her alcohol. Mm-hmm. Her hair is never tied back. I don't want her anywhere near my food. You know what? I have noticed though that a lot of restaurants don't have that requirement anymore. Oh, I've, well, I'm glad I'm not paying attention because whenever I've noticed their hair has at least been back in a ponytail. They may not have hairnets on like back in the day, but yeah, at least pulled up. Nina's we had to wear up. hats. It wasn't a hairnet, but like I had to have a baseball cap on if I was working in the kitchen. Oh, okay, yep. And that again has nothing. And to that do doesn't happen in a week with your position. You can't just say I own the hotel, so now I can walk in here. That's certifications from the state that your kitchen is good enough to serve everything. They grade stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't have people in there who don't know what they're doing. I can't wait for her first surprise audit from like the health board. <laughs> right. All of a sudden the Metro Court restaurant has failed. <laughs> it is shut down. What for do you not mean following. I'm supposed to label things? <laughs> right. I told him to quit doing what he was doing and go do what I needed him to do instead. I didn't understand what he was doing with masking tape and a Sharpie. Ah, <laughs> uh, I just can't stand her. But Liesl gave her a Tonto. I didn't know that's what a letter opener was called. I did not either. Learn something new every day. Yeah, thanks, Liesl. It was pretty. It was very pretty. And at least she was not planning on using it on anyone. I wanted to use it on her when she was 
talking to Sunny. She's sitting there with her hands up against her face. Like, Question, oh, what, when were they not together? I don't know. I don't know. Thank you. Call like, me, call me old school. But I thought when you blew up his marriage because you were hooking up with him, that that meant you were together. <laughs> I I don't know. And when you slow dance, and when you go out together, and when you see each other all the time, and when you're worried you're about what each his other children think of you, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think you're already in a relationship of some sorts, right? And yeah, well, I sound real kind of nasty this uh, week. All right. I'm sorry. When it comes I said to they realize being together in Port Charles isn't as easy as being together in Nixon Falls. No kidding. Right, right. Well, that's what I mean. She was sitting there listening to him and it was like, are we going to try this? Are we going to do this now that we're back to real life? If you seriously... It's been 11 months. <laughs> right. And if you seriously turn around now after you have helped him, obviously it is not all the other woman's fault, but helped him destroy his marriage and his family, are you really going to say, eh, change my mind. I don't want to do this because it's too real. <sighs> I don't even know what. <laughs> All right. So I just, I just wanted to make sure that I was not crazy in the, wait, what? Yeah. You guys are already together, right? Yes. Even Sunny was like, what? <laughs> Did we break up and I didn't know? Exactly. Were you seeing someone else and I didn't know? I don't know. Mm. All right. We need a different topic. All right. I can rant about how much I hate me. All right. Where do you want to go? That's good. Days, days, days. Oh, okay. So. We'll go back to Liesl real quick. And Kathleen Gotti ordered that tie-dye dress for herself. Aww. It was featured on As Worn on TV on Twitter. And she said, yep, order one for myself. It was really cute. Very cute. I did not like the dress that Britt had on, though. I didn't pay too much attention to it because I was all obsessed with the fact it, that... It looked to me, and like I do not mean this in a actress bashing way at all but it looked to me like she was uncomfortable in it oh because she kept putting her hands like under her chest and like kind of hiding it was like either she didn't like the cut or they hadn't given her the right undergarments or something because she just kept standing very awkwardly and i was like doesn't stand like that confidence yeah even whenever she's in a confrontation with her mother or cody or whoever it's yeah, the only time I've ever seen her like slouchy is whenever she was drunk, which makes sense. So, <laughs> yeah, did not like her dress. Not that she didn't look beautiful in it; she just did not seem comfortable in it. Right. So, but she liked Cody. She did like Cody up until oops, he punched Sky <laughs> and said, "In a different life, you could have been my dad," which made no sense. Like, talk about I drama queen. Our theory. With Teresa, that he could have been Damian Smith's with Catherine Bell. Yes. Now we find out that Dominique is his mom. Mm-hmm. Catherine's half-sister. Mm-hmm. So this happened real quick for us. So we <laughs> are not doing Dominique this week. This upcoming week, we have another fan spotlight. So here's the deal. We were going to do a nice celebration of 10 years of Liesl because next, the 24th, is her 10 year anniversary. However, we have a feeling that she's going to forgive us for like pushing that a little bit aside because we need to address this. We need to talk about Dominique. We've talked about her through deception. We've talked about her here and there, like tiny bits. We need to jump in and do a deep dive on. Yes. Who Dominique was, who Leopold Tobe was. And makes sense why they mentioned Serena a couple weeks now too. So we're going to talk a little bit about her. Disappointed that they didn't bring her home. You don't know what's going to come up this week. I don't know what's going to come up this week, but that to me, Scotty could be like, listen, you got to get here. Uh, uh, you, you have to, 
we need to do a DNA test to get up here so we can check out if yes. this guy's really your half brother or not. Yes. That would be good. But, but Serena's because she's not allowed back in Denmark now. Right. So she was in Florida. It would have made sense if she would have just come back to Port Charles she for might a little know. while. She might know. I hope so. I really don't want her like sending a sample over or something. Let's see her. Let's do something with her. Yes. But I liked when Liesl said that his lovemaking was passionate, but not always safe. <laughs> In response to Dominique being the mom. Yeah. He was like, I don't have any other kids out there. <laughs> At least not ones that I know about. And she was like, mm -hmm, um, that's based on what I've known. Kind of the points. <laughs> but yeah. So he was raised by the Bell family, which we don't have information about the Bell family. Right. The only one that we knew was Catherine. Exactly. And it obviously was not Catherine because Catherine was supposed to have died years ago. She could have been his mom. No. He said his mom just died. The woman that he knew to be his mom. Right. 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 That's what I mean. Right. Is Catherine didn't raise him because the woman he knew to be his mom just died. Right. But Catherine could have also been the one to have given him up and been like, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't have a baby right now. Now I'm going to Port Charles after Dominique's family and everything and left Cody behind. Yes. Yes. So even if it was, even if he was Catherine's son, he could have said the same thing. The, right. the woman that he knew. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same page. I meant originally if he was going to be Dominique's, then we could have said, okay, he was Dominique's, but Catherine, but Catherine raised, him. raised him. Gotcha. But no, okay. now we know Catherine did not raise him because the woman he knows is his mom just passed away. And who's that? We don't know. Mm -hmm. We don't know. But yes, so this week's Thursday, 411 is going to be a fan spotlight. However, the following week, going to talk a lot about Dominique. I'm already up to my eyeballs crying about things. <laughs> So, just didn't have enough time to thoroughly process, and there's hardly any YouTube. Yeah. Which is kind of disappointing. So, yes. Yeah, if anyone is listening to us, if you could release all those old clips for us on YouTube, on Disney+, Plus, we'll even buy the set from you. Just tell us how much it costs. So, we can go back and read it. Watch them all. Amanda will be purchasing that for Okay, you I'll purchase it. Sure. That can't be cheap. That's fine. To be able to watch it all from day one, I mean, it's priceless. 59 and a half years. I know. Binge watch it's it. It's 15,000 <laughs> episodes. I know. Like 30. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's priceless. Okay. Amanda <laughs> apparently hit big at the casino recently. You come up with a price and we'll negotiate. Okay. Amanda will negotiate with that. <laughs> but no, it would be great. You can also email us at pier54podcast at gmail.com and let us know that you have them. <sighs> but yeah, so Scott's back and I totally did a squirrel moment. Oh no. So I was also on Marcus Coloma's reels. Hold on. I did again forget to check because they hadn't kidnapped him to a point. Yeah, I watched did that they... one that you sent me that was very cute. Well, they have multiple. I know. It's a parter. I got it. A parter. A parter. <laughs> but they were talking with him because they couldn't remember his address. Oh, and geez. then they were talking about, they were talking about with him about that he loves Perry Mason. And I remember hearing Ken Schreiner say something about the fact that he loved Perry Mason. He's like, yeah, I watch him every day. And then, of course, because I'm a nerd, mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, Perry Mason died on my birthday, Raymond Burr. 
God. He actually didn't. He died the day before, but I would have found out on my birthday. And then I was like, so when I was looking up Raymond Burr, I was like, oh, that's right. It was Sherlock Holmes who died on my birthday, Jeremy Brett from A&E. Again, he did not. He also died on September 12th. So I would have found out about both of them wow. on my birthdays, but Your they just birthday didn't die. Very it's for- also the day that Tupac died. It's very popular for people to die. Mm-hmm. I only have... Um, and Grace Kelly. I was actually born the day that Grace Kelly died. Wow. I really shouldn't... But that's how my friend... No, that's how one of my friends remembers my birthday. He's like, yep, you were born the day Grace Kelly died. I'm like, yep, the same day that it was happening. Wow. Yeah, I only have Mr. Rogers and... Um, died on your birthday? Mm-hmm. Aw. That's my little tie-in with Kim Shriner. Wow. <laughs> Nerd alert. But Ava said that she is not getting divorced because he was like, so what's going on here? I heard that you got the papers. And she's like, yeah, we're not getting divorced, but I'm totally keeping those things. Yeah. Do divorce papers expire? Like if they're not signed within a certain amount of time? Apparently not because Curtis and Porsche's have, or Curtis and Jordan's have still not been. <gasps> That's another storyline. That never went anywhere. Nowhere. No, I think you just have to change the dates because they don't have an actual like they're not processed until they're processed. So you can have them written up and ready to go, but until you turn them over to the courthouse, they're not processed. Do you think dun, that dun, we're going to find out the Jordan? Okay. We're going to have to go straight to Friday because of this thought. Okay. The Jordan and Curtis's divorce is going to be discovered that it did not happen because they're going to go after Curtis for what is happening to Oz and Jordan's going to be able to invoke her spousal privilege because they're still married. That would be good. There you go. I was, I thought you were going to say he was going to protect her. And I was like, he doesn't no. know that she pulled the alarm. No, so that Portia could but go TJ do that. told her all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They're still married. Yep. That's how they're going to find out that they're still married. And Curtis is going to maybe take the focus off of Portia. Mm-hmm. But Jordan's not going to have to testify against him because of that. There you go. Boom. How awesome was... I mean, it's about time that it comes out. It's only been... No. uh, How awesome about Jordan? Oh, that she pulled the thing? Yeah. I thought for sure she was actually going to go do it. And then I realized she doesn't have access to the drug. Well, that's what I'm thinking. How are they going to blame Curtis for it? Because no one was looking to see. So who knows? He's a PI. He could have just gotten it they could have been like he was stealing his records and talking about this stuff he used to be okay and he used to be he is an addict he's a recovering addict yes i don't know i don't know but maybe but maybe he'll take on the blame to save portia Mm -hmm. but then his wife wife will save him yes I don't know. No, it was very awesome that she stopped it because at first when she was running through everything, I thought they were going to play it the other way where she stops the elevator and gets off and goes and like arrests Portia and is like, oh, stop. No. And I was like, what as soon as I do? saw her watching Portia and Trina, I knew that she was going to help. Oh, okay. Because she was looking like, shoot, Portia is trying to save her daughter. What would I do? We already know what she would do because she's blur the lines for so many people in our personal life. So do you think it's going to wake him up or kill him? I don't know. I don't know. Little disappointed in Rory though, because I'm sorry. Do police respond to elevators being stuck? No. Mm-mm. Okay. That's, I mean, again, don't know from my personal experience, but from what I get, 
It's kind of like the military. When you're assigned to a post, right. you do not leave that post right. until you are relieved by someone else that's going to cover that post. Not just by a, hey, the elevator got stuck. I'm coming with you. Right. It didn't say the elevator was on fire or right. there was someone in danger. It's stuck. That means open the door and yell down, hey, we're getting the maintenance guy. We'll have you up in a jiffy. Right. Right. It's not the fire alarm's going off. Right. It's a safety thing. You need to get out of here. Right. But even then, he wouldn't. Even if it was a fire alarm, he would stay with the patient until the patient was safely out of the hospital, if that wing of the hospital was in danger. Especially because given the history of how many times things happen in exactly, the hospital. Exactly. I know that um, Oz himself is not under arrest, but you don't just let people who are being watched like, hey, good luck. There's a fire. I'm going to get out. Yeah. Bye. Uh, I don't know. I was. But I really like the conversation that he had with Jordan about why can't I be a cop and protect the law and also care about Trina. Yes. I liked that. Yes. I just did not like how dragged out it was. It, it was, was like an entire day of everyone. You know what should happen? Oz should come out of his coma. Oh, gee, how can Oz come out of his coma? Well, someone would have to pull him out of his coma. That's too early. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no one can do that. But Oz should really come out of his coma. Why did Austin go into Oz's room? He was going there. And was caught off guard that Portia and Curtis were there. And then he's like, oh. oh. And then he got the phone call from that Mason guy. I did not pick up on that. Am I wrong? No, you're like, not wrong. Is, but that, I didn't... is that how it yeah, yeah, played, yeah. played? Yeah. Because he he's not mm -mm. Oz's physician because he wasn't wearing a coat. Right. I'm not saying that's the only <laughs> time that a doctor could be checking on. But if he were there he in an official capacity. Yes. Right. Yes. So... Hmm. It's and he, this is we haven't heard him talking about. Oh well, the me oh so I guess the medical team is bringing Oz out of the coma. So that slowly that yes. is not TJ told Trina that right. It's taking so too it long. Is take it is taking place. So it's not a surprise. It's just going to be like a nice little jolt, right? So my guess is he's going to die. I think they're going to do where he wakes up just enough to be like the person that sold me the phone is. And then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or that yeah. I sold the phone to not that it sold me the phone. You know what I meant? I know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So what was Austin doing? And what's his little connection to Mr. Oz Haggerty? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maxie should be calling up her mom who wants to start all this PI business stuff again and be mm -hmm. like, Hey, why don't you cakes. run down to Pawtuck and see what my man's doing because this is a little too convenient. And I liked how defensive she got whenever she was like, so you're telling me you're canceling a weekend with me and the kids? Okay. Within five seconds, the kids didn't even know about it yet, though. If the kids had known about it, yeah. But it was just five seconds ago, and then you got a phone call. But you came to me to present the fact that you wanted to go as a family to this thing this weekend. But sometimes work comes up. It's not like the kids knew about it. It was, can we do it? Sure. Get a phone call. Shoot. I have to work. Okay. We'll do it next weekend. Mm -mm. Nope. 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 I'm going to disagree. If the kids knew about it, then that's a whole other thing. But if it's in the same conversation, it's not like you said, never mind. I never want to go away with you again. But it's not Friday. If it was Friday and it popped up and we had plans, oh crap, we have to change our plans. This it felt like in their week was like Tuesday. 
go figure it out or find someone to cover before Friday. But he said, I have go to around. go there this weekend. No, he said he was going there now. Oh, okay. He was going now. And she was like, so you're going to be gone for the night. And he was like, oh, it might be longer than the night. Might be a couple of days or whatever. And then she was like, so you're canceling our weekend? No, I understand you have to go tonight, but go tonight, assess the situation, call in the plumber, the electrician, the whatever is wrong with it, and then have the site manager manage it because that is his job. And then come home and we can go on our trip. I don't know. The kids didn't know about it. But this was the moment that he was trying to prove to her that he was ready for a family and all the chaos that comes with that. So to back down before it even starts, mm -mm. nope. It was a change of plans in five minutes. If she wants him to be able to afford to take her, she needs to let him go do the work that's going to afford for them to go do the job. She doesn't need him to afford to take her. She's loaded on her own. She she can take them. She can. That's not the point. (laughs) The kids will still get their trip regardless if she wants to take them. It's him backing out of the first thing that they planned for the kids. They didn't even plan it. Right. He did. He suggested it and she was challenging it. They didn't even actually make the plans. Okay. He suggested it. It's, oh, now this weekend's not going to work. Let's do next weekend. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. Nope. I wouldn't let him off that easy. But anyway, Felicia should go and... Check out what he's doing in Pawtuck. Yes. Speaking of Felicia and Anna. Had the whole workout studio to themselves. Yes. And Anna asked her if she's considering doing PI work. Okay. How is she freaking out over retirement? And like Max, Mac has owned several businesses and been a police detective and commissioner and everything. He has earned retirement. Yes. As has she. Yes. Like you've earned it. Enjoy it. Right. If I had the successful career at my age now, I would probably be okay with it. But And just because you retire doesn't mean that you don't get to do anything ever again. You're not like checking into the nursing home tomorrow. Right. You get to spend the money that you've put away. And if you want a part-time job somewhere else, you can go ahead and do that. Like working part-time for PI work or opening another restaurant. Exactly. Yes. No, I just, I mean, he's worked for decades. Let him enjoy his retirement. Yes. I liked that she was telling Anna, stop asking me what I think of Valentine. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, if you're still uncomfortable, then you need to figure out what's really going on because it doesn't matter what I say. If you're uncomfortable, you're going to continue to be uncomfortable. Yes. So did Valentine burn down Leslie's house in Italy? Mm -hmm. How did I miss that one? I don't know. Did he say that a couple weeks ago? It was just like coincidental that it all fell in line that she had to go all of a sudden as she was trying to. Laura had to leave. Yeah. But I didn't know yeah. that Valentine burned it down. I figured that Victor had, I figured Victor was behind Leslie's house burning down. I didn't know that Valentine was the one who no, went and burned it down. Valentine, Valentine burned down Leslie's house on his own, not because of Victor not because of Victor's order. He did it so that Laura would get out of town so Victor would stop focusing on killing Laura. Oh, so that was nice. Right. It was in her best interest, even though he burnt down her mother's house. In this instance, a house fire saved lives. Yes. Okay. Because that's what he was saying to him. Like, no, I haven't resolved everything with Laura, but she's not here. She's not investigating you. 
And for those who do not know, Natasha is Alexis, and the only person that ever calls her Natasha is Luke. Yeah. Not Victor. Right. That was... That was We've never heard Victor call her. Like, the only person is... Luke. Luke. And he does it... It's first to get on her nerves, and then it was like a playful thing between the two of them. Oh, see, I always took it as threatening. Like, he would call her Alexis for everything else, but then, like, no, listen here, Natasha. Same thing that he would do with Caroline, with Carly. It was, uh uh-uh. It, it's like his version of calling people by their middle names. I don't think with was, their middle name. I didn't think as time went on, it was threatening with Alexis because they seemed to get like on the same side, but maybe in the beginning. And Victor's calling the governor and pulling his donation for what? Right. I don't know. Well, that's what I don't understand. If Victor paid off whoever to let Spencer have a day pass, which yeah. is how it was explained. It didn't even make sense when it happened. He was like, I have a day pass, so I'm allowed out. And then he was like, shh, don't tell anyone that I'm out because I'm not supposed to be out. Well, which one is it? how did you get here? And it's the same thing now where they're like, oh, he's going to get punished because he escaped for a day. But then Victor's like, oh, yeah, the fact that I bought him a day pass is getting found out, so I'm pulling my donation. Well, which one is it? And then Spencer goes and gets arrested, and Sonny's like... Hey, don't worry. I have people on the inside that'll take care of you. And then Martin comes in and it's like, yeah, that doesn't mean squat. Right. So like, why don't you give up your connection? And Spencer's like, no, I can't do that. Okay. We just need more of Martin though. In general. I love their all my children comments back and forth when they were, well, first referring to him being the Colonel talking about the chicken wings. And then she was like, well, that's a tad something. And I was like, ha ha ha. Because his name was Tad. I know. I didn't pick up on that. Oh, jeez. What's the Colonel have to do with it? Because whenever they did, when GH did the Colonel Sanders. Yeah. That was him that played Colonel Sanders. No, it wasn't. It was George Hamilton. Well, they call him the Colonel all the time because that's what he looks like. On on Facebook, when people are talking about him. They call him Mr. Not Colonel Sanders. I'm sorry. Oh, Because he looks like. Okay. Even though he didn't play So if you've never seen that, yeah, no. No, he's not the same, but he looks similar so they say mr not colonel sanders i don't think he looks anything like george hamilton but okay i think just because of his hair stuff oh maybe and because he's southern yeah okay yeah that really made no sense though so that the tad part i didn't even catch on but the colonel part i definitely would not have Uh, yeah she said that's a tad something and just the way that it flowed i was like ha that's not a word all the time i think that was all it was just that little there might have been more but i that, that the way you said it, I'm like, wait, 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 where are all the all my children things? No, no, no. Tad, it was one. The tad it was thing. Sorry. Tad. Tad. Okay, so wait, when he was describing his ex-wives, were those women that he was married to on All My Children? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know enough about that. I don't wanna don't wanna mess that up. But I don't know the other wives that he would have had before. I don't know anything about his character. I mean, I know that his nickname was Tad the Cat, and I know that he was in some of the things that we right have reviewed or whatever. But I don't know how many times he was married on All My Children and who his wives were. I only Mm -hmm. remember one of his wives, and I wouldn't have said that she was... What was his last name? Any of them. Martin. Tad Martin. Oh, that's right, because Martin is a nod to that. That I know. There you go. Tad Martin on All My Children, his... Significant others. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm Tad the cat. <laughs> um, mm, <laughs> that was a good spouses. Okay. Dottie Thornton, Hillary Wilson, Dixie Cooney, Brooke English, Crystal Carey, Kara Castillo. 
Yeah. See, I. So we don't know if those descriptions. Who was the first three? Dixie Coonies. Uh, see, I don't think the Dixies described as any of those. Okay. But I don't know about the other ones. Brooke English and then Crystal Carey and Cara or Cara Castillo. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That would be really interesting, that though, if that is who they were personalizing, generalizing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that would have been fun. That would be fun. But he calls Lucy my love. Yeah. I love the entire conversation. And then Anna cuts him off. And she's like, you're never going to know when I'm following you. I know that was And then great. he looked her up and down. And I'm like, no, that's not what she's talking about. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we use him more? We he was, need- he's flat out said, are you flirting with me? And she was like, sit down. This is foreplay. And yep. I was like, woo. Yep. The conversation that he and Lucy had about like all the wreckage and everything. And I just, we I, need more of him. I loved how realistic Lucy was too. Cause at first she's like, no, you just tell her, no, no, you're not giving up the information and your ex-wives too bad for them. Blah, blah, blah. What is it that she wants anyway? And he was like, Valentine. And she was like, Oh, I'll help you pack your bags. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I loved everything about Martin this week because then he got Spencer a deal. Mm-hmm. And this is where I nerded out again. Oh, go ahead. I knew you were going to. Oh yeah. Go ahead. My well, two, because, no, so my two uncles, they nerded out for you. So how could you not? They really did. And some of my favorite classes in college were all about the antiquities. So I'm like, I know this stuff. I was really too excited. <laughs> so the deal was 10 days at Springbridge if he gives up his accomplice. Uh-huh. Or 30 days in Pentonville if not. And being Sonny's nephew doesn't mean squat. Right. He said that he was, Martin told Spencer that he was being like Apollo. Mm-hmm. And Apollo was the god of divine distance, the god who made mortals aware of their own guilt and purified them, who presided over religious law and the constitutes of the city, and who communicated with mortals his knowledge of the future and the will of his father Zeus. And then Spencer said that he was acting like Hades, and Hades is the ruler of the underworld. No, he said that he said Victor Victor, was being the was being Hades. Yeah, and then he said that. Martin was being Poseidon. Poseidon is actually the most powerful god, and he is known as the Earth Shaker, and he is capable of shaking the whole world, and it causes a fight with heaven and hell. So it causes, so Poseidon causes, like, them to fight. And so that's how Martin's Poseidon. And they lose all their abilities whenever they're fighting. You're so cute. Look, you're nerding out. Yes. And then I, oh, but I love Spencer's response. Well, I am Greek. <laughs> yes, because Martin was impressed that Spencer knew, like, this is where we're going. This is what we're talking about. He's like, hello, I'm a well-educated kid that's been in boarding school. Yes, he's, I definitely know all of this. I was surprised he didn't give up Victor, though. I don't know what they would have done, but I would much rather 10 days yeah. than 30. Easy, easy, easy. And then I just had one line saying about how Joss talking about the weather staying like this all summer. It was August 11th. <laughs> um, here on the East Coast, we are already, I'm in long sleeve t-shirt right now. It is 72 degrees now, but it is getting yeah. to be like, I had, turn off your air conditioner right. at night and open your windows to sleep weather. Yes. That is what my house was last night. So even um, if we're a week behind, they're still in August. Right. I feel like they really did push back the kid. Not kid, but teen storyline. Because if I was a teenager and it was the beginning of summer and I saw this very attractive man 
slide out of the pool and all the young girls be like, oh, who is that? Oh, you know him? Blah, blah, blah. That would have me tuning in the next day. The past three weeks should have been June. Yeah. And wherever, if it continues, it's been really good. Like very, there's a teen on trial. There's, yes, you know, this is the time to grab the teens, but you need to wrap it up before they have to go back to school. Which is Wednesday for us. And get them like. You guys go back Wednesday, right? Thursday. Thursday. Still this week. Yeah. And then Victor summoned Alexis and Nicholas. Mm -hmm. And that is where Ellen sent us an email saying that her favorite line of the week was exception meet rule when Ava was telling Nicholas about how she would rather hang out with convicts over Cassidines. And Alexis comes up and is like, we're not all that bad. And she says, exception meet rule. (laughs) And I liked that as well. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Whoever writes for Ava. Oh, gives her those little yep quips, and she delivers it perfectly. Oh, easy! I love it. Carly meeting with the life coach, work coach, executive coach. Thank you. Do you know who she is? I knew that I should know her, but I didn't know. She's Vanessa Matheson. Okay, yes, what real life wife yeah. of Cameron, aka she was on a couple weeks Drew. ago. Yep. Well, she was the executive coach to him. Okay. Yes, I have done business coaching. Mm-hmm. You do not have your first meeting with a business coach. They tell you exactly how to change decades of two businesses. And then you don't meet with them again for two months. We would have monthly meetings. And then it would have taken months to get to the point where she would have suggested, well, why don't you just merge the companies? Yes. I feel like they really should have. And I think that this would have done a lot for developing Drew as a character, had him Mm -hmm. working with her finding out and then getting, I think that's part of the problem that we're having with the ELQ Aurora merger. We're like, but where does Drew even come in? Right. Like, why Mm -hmm. does this even matter? But yeah, it was not twice half a year, like every six months. Right. And my business is significantly smaller than theirs, but she gets his five-star recommendation because of her suggestion for the ELQ Aurora merger that didn't happen. I think he just liked her. I mean, he, a, he might have a little con- crush on her. Yeah. It's just a good conversation. I didn't, I'm fine with a new character. It's cute that it's his real life wife. Sure. Let's run with that. But I just felt like Carly meeting with her in that way was weird because she said, you've already checked out my website. You've already looked at this. You've already looked at that, blah, blah, blah. And Carly's like, yeah. So what can you do for me? She can do for you what her website said she would do. You can talk about this, this, and this, and she can help Let's you. Let's get into a moment of rediscovery and figure out it's, what your next step is. Exactly. I, can, I think that's what Carly meant by it, though. I, I felt like she was asking, like, what results are you going to get me? Well, I can't tell you what results until we come up with your plan and you actually work the plan. See, that's what I thought Carly was asking. I was like, all right, so what can we do? Because like, I had to do assessments mm-hmm. and give a ton of stuff to work out. All of that. Yeah. My plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Carly has to stop saying the Drew, like comparing with the Edward and Lila thing. Lila died in 2004. Edward died in 2012. Drew didn't even come on until th- 2014. Right. No clue who they are. Mm-mm. He doesn't know. Nope. Mm-mm. Like you've heard good things about Lila. That's all. Right. Very odd. But Drew offers to take out Victor if Valentine. Mm-hmm. And Drew doesn't even know that he also has Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. So, but we'll I did, see. I did have a problem with Drew being like, yeah, but you know, I get to know Scout and you know, I wipe her tears and I take her to Disney on ice and I'm going to love it as much as she is. If Victor were taking Valentine now, 
<laughs> to Disney on ice and wiping his tears might be a little odd. Might be a little weird. He could get him like little Mickey ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That he would get Valentine one of the spinny things from Disney on ice. Valentine would be like, "I want the light up sword." Those are very expensive. I think that a Cassadine can afford it. They're very expensive. You could probably expensive. buy him both well, and the snow cone in the cup. Well, that's a good dad because that's a <laughs> lot of money. <laughs> but seriously, like oh. Drew's comparing getting to know his seven-year-old daughter again versus Valentine just found out like a year ago that this man's his father. Right. Like there's a little bit of a difference. Just a little. Oh, <gasps> When Drew, okay, here's my favorite line. When Drew told Valentine, you have to buy me dinner first. I'm not, uh, you have to buy me dinner. I'm not going to give it all up at once. Yes. Yes. I loved, loved, loved. They might have a new writer. They might, because there's really been a lines. lot of little. Yes. I really took a lot of notes. You really did. Oh, Michael and Duck's in the car. Yeah. Mm. He wants a raise because of what he has to do now. I feel like he doesn't deserve a raise because presumably he's on Sonny's payroll and Michael's payroll. Yes. So you're only double dipping. Yeah. You're already getting from both sides. So now you want more money. Mm -hmm. Well, to be fair, he didn't know that he was going to have to be threatening people. And you thought you were working for Sonny and what? Mowing his grass. (laughs) Like seriously, you're being hired to step in as his right hand man, man. Yeah. and you didn't know you were gonna have to threaten people yeah and he didn't even really have to threaten that much right you should have read that job description a little better they should have gone to see what is her name maya 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 yeah maya okay look at that random <laughs> person and i remember names but the regular ones now here's when i would have preferred that they wait until the following week to go back to the story because it went nowhere after this on Monday when Link observed that Brooklyn's in love with Chase. I didn't pick up on that being his observation. No. No. I think that Maxie getting into the whole, oh, Spinelli likes Brit is also stupid. She knows whenever Spinelli has a crush on someone. Mm Mm-hmm. You're really going to tell me that she just didn't notice or didn't know? No, it's not happening. Right. And you can pick up on his body language from everything else that there's more going on. Yeah. Like, they were almost husband-wife. They knew each other really well. They've continued to co-parent. Come on. Right. And I, he got his first pedicure this week. Yes. I don't think my husband's ever had a pedicure. I don't think Ryan has either. I've only ever had one, so. Oh, those are my favorite. My feet are really gross. I feel bad making them. That's, That's why you get pedicures so that your feet aren't very gross but mine are really gross i feel bad for that first second tenth well just get those gel socks then and get them nice and soft and then get the baby feet things Ooh, have you ever seen the feet peels yeah that did not i love them nope did not work oh Mm -mm. did you do it right i did i I mean my feet peel but it didn't get the grossness away it just got like the regular skin off Hmm. so i have really gross feet anyway yeah (laughs) he was like laughing and couldn't take it and whatever and that was cute she was like just sit still spinelli stop it oh because all it's gonna take is one quick and he's gonna get his cuticle cut and ouch yeah ouch 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 all right so i think it's yes go ahead willow trying to access her file isn't even a nurse yet apparently she's graduating that day yes would she actually have access to that and is she breaking HIPAA if she's not officially a nurse? 
No, no, I don't think she's breaking HIPAA because it's her <gasps> medical record. Darn it, I meant to go through and <sighs> they had a list of names. I feel like when they show us things that it's for a reason. And I meant to go through the list of names to see if it was anyone we were supposed to know. Hold on. Donna Martin was on there and I thought of 90210 right away, <laughs> but that could be someone wrong. Jennifer Martinez, Alan Miller, Paul Olson, Arthur Quayley, Edward Quick, Sarah Quigley, Brandon Quinn, James Quintero, Jesse Robinson, Mary Rodriguez, Sean Rooney, Pierce Rupp, and Mark Simon. <gasps> Dr. Jones is on the physician list. Dr. Jones. Wow. Is Lucas back? What's Lucas doing with Brandon Quinn? And they were all admitted on July 29th, so we are definitely a week behind. Mm-hmm. And there's a Dr. White, Dr. Simon, Dr. Thomas, and Waters. Hmm. Where are these doctors? Where is Lucas? Apparently, he's working. Right. So, where is he? But she tells Ava she's pregnant, and Ava was so, she so was. sweet. She was. And then Michael shows up being a jerk, and they're both like, what are you talking about? Right. Why are you being a jerk? So, I'm glad that Willow was like, no, actually, she was being really nice to me, so mm -hmm. why don't you stop yelling at her? Right. For five seconds, can you not... Be trying to take someone down. Yeah. Oh, I just like David. That was really nice. It was. I like when they show her softer side to offset pushing people off the parapet, even though it was an accident. <laughs> oh, she's got her super strength. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. So she's like, Ava was like, can you tell me if an unidentified person came in? Right. Okay, fair enough. But then Will is like, well, can you tell me the person's name? And, and then like, I can no. tell you if they're here. No. And it's like, can you? But can you? Right. Can, sure. Should, I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like no, but we talked about that when Esme was calling pretending to be Oz's daughter. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to give any identifying information other than saying, I'm Oz's daughter. Tell me. Well, you could be anyone and know he was admitted. Mm -hmm. So are you, are they allowed to just confirm or deny that someone's there, but they're not allowed to give history or I updates? Know. I don't know. We do have nurse friends. We could ask them. Find out. We should. I'm doing a quick skim of like the behind the scenes stuff and I don't see any of those names. Okay. I don't know. Who are those people other than Donna Martin who was <laughs> on 90210? Don't you know? All right. Anything else? I got nothing. Okay. Do, do, do. Reality check. So it's your reality I, check. <laughs> I thought you were going to have something exciting, no, by the way. You're looking at me. Um, no, I'm stretching. It was my kid free week and they. They seem to have had fun talking about pedicures. Uh, Madeline had the thing done where the fishies eat the dead skin off your feet. Okay. How is that? She said it tickles. Okay. That was all. She was like fine with it. It didn't, I don't know. I, I think, did your kids watch that show, Victorious? I feel like my daughter might have. Okay. Cause on the show, Victorious, the one sister got a thing of the fish and they were illegal in the United States. And she had everyone, like, she did it, and everyone was like, oh, my God, your feet are so soft. And then everyone got sick. And so whenever I saw it, I was like, I don't know if that's, like, a real thing or what. Aww. But there's Madeline with her. Well, she's super cute, but that's. But, yeah, they're, like, on your feet. And then Megan did it also. There was, like, a good picture of them, like. Yeah, they, they're nibbling at our feet. <laughs> huh. So she did that, and um, they went to scape 
park, which has a bunch of waterfalls and zip lining and all this other stuff. They jumped from heights that I'm sure I would have had a heart attack if I was there to see it, but she had fun. You wouldn't have been jumping? No. Mm-mm. I I cannot swim, so I do not jump into water because I'm afraid I would How die. are you in my pool telling me that you can't swim? can't swim like you're i mean i know that you're tall enough i can yeah if something happened i need to know that information (laughs) okay i can't swim i'm safe in pools because i know how deep they are and i'm very aware of if i can stand or not and to like not get into trouble or whatever but as a pool owner i still feel that for safety reasons fyi i can't a year later i'm not gonna drown in your pool and i can save my kids because whatever you're super tall Exactly. And I, I, like, I'm not super intoxicated or anything like that. It's going to happen. So it's fine. But in water that I don't know exactly Fair where enough. the bottom is, that's like the ocean and stuff. Mm-mm. Okay. No, I don't. And then um, they also got to hold macaws. So there's her. Aww. <laughs> She's so happy. She is. And then they got to hold baby monkeys. Oh, my. I don't know that they're actually baby monkeys. I guess I could just be a smaller species of monkeys, but they're tiny monkeys. Yeah. Like a tiny monkey. So, yeah, they had fun and whatever, they got stuck down there for an extra day. Their flight was supposed to leave Thursday and it got canceled. And so they had a very strong language conversation with the airlines trying to figure out how to get home because it was quite costly to get the same plan in motion. So they didn't come home until Friday night. Oh, wow. So that's part of travel. But, though. It can happen. Yeah, exactly. So I enjoyed the week. I didn't do anything like super exciting. We went out to dinner with Matt and his girlfriend twice. Um, have you been to that place carnivores in Oakland? Oh yeah. Their wings. Have you had their wings? I don't think so. Their Wednesday is 50 cent wing night. Okay. And according to Matt and Ryan, their wings were better than the popular chain in our area. So 50 cent wings, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, Oakmont. And then have you tried that new restaurant, Ginny's in Murraysville? No, but I've heard that it's really oh, good. Darn it. You got to try okay. that. I heard from one of our mutual friends that it was good. And Ryan had got gift cards to different places in Murraysville when we did that night at the races together. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the places that he had a gift card to. So we went out and I was like, look, we can be relatively inexpensive, share a pizza, blah, blah, blah. So the first time we went Sunday night and had the spinach chicken pizza and it was delicious. That sounds yummy. So much so that we ended up there on Friday night also and had the mushroom pizza that was really good. And then I've heard from other people that all their pasta and stuff. So shout out to local eateries between carnivores and Ginny's. I was a happy girl this week. We got shooties on Friday night for takeout. Okay. Yep. No, it's, and as you're talking about carnivores, I'm like, it has been 10 years since I've been there. That's why I paused for a second. Because the last time we went was after a wedding. So, oh, they have the best, in my opinion, um, potato skins. Like I ordered okay. the potato skin app as my meal. Everybody knows, do not ask me to share. I am not sharing. These are mine. As your meal? As my meal. They are so good. I will eat all of them. Yes, I will. Okay. Madeline tried their wedding soup last week. Uh-huh. We really have gotten out to eat too much these past couple <laughs> weeks. But last week before she left, we took her there. And she said that their wedding soup was bussin' bussin'. Which what apparently, the heck does that mean? Apparently means really good. So like bussin' is good. Bussin' Bussin' is, like, really good, and Bussin' 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 is, like, oh, my gosh, amazing. Why Bussin'? I have no idea, but there's your tween teen word for the week, Bussin'. Bussin'? Yeah. 
Why? I don't know. Oh, it's apparently a song. Oh, okay. Yeah, Madeline doesn't know the song. She just knows the one the one word. So it's an adjective used when something is so effing good. There you go. Oh dear Lord. <laughs> I'm gonna remind everyone that my nine year old has older siblings, so she learns the words with nine year old meaning. <laughs> so I don't know. If the internet says that it stands for so bleeping good in her term, one bussin' is good, two bussin' is really good, and three bussin' That's not is even like short amazing. for anything. Nope. Okay. Okay. So weird. <laughs> so, so my kids were gone too. Yeah. And I finally finished. So I usually, I read. Like, I enjoy reading. I usually read at least a book or two a month. Mm-hmm. And I have been reading the same one since May because I just haven't had a chance to finish it. And I finally finished it. Wow. So that was my, and I got a massage. But part of why I got a massage was because I popped out my hip. <gasps> so, oh, it happened. My hip just pops out every now and again. It's fantastic. So if I smell like Ben Gay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you and get a discount with your ARP card? <laughs> I actually canceled AARP just because I was like, I'm not even using it the way that I was supposed to. So until... Next, I think April or August, I think I'm still a member of AARP, <laughs> but then it's going to cancel. Anyway, so I got a hot stone massage and that was really nice. And apparently one of my legs is longer than the other one. It was really last minute. And I was like, all right, I really think that I just need to get a massage and get that taken care of because my left side was just like in so, so much pain. And that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do the kids have fun with their dad? I don't know. They're not back yet. Oh. They I get back tonight. I forget that they're always off schedule. Well, he takes them for the week, including the weekend. So. Got it. Yep. All right. So join us on Thursday as we talk with a fellow fan, Mindy. Have a good week. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.